1: Welcome to episode 10 of the One Was Had A Dream podcast. As ever, my name is Lee Finch and I'll be joined by Danny Baker. Uh, And our guest today is going to be Matthew Cooper, who's coming on to tell us about the uh, greatest football story. Uh, First, we'll be discussing the injuries. Is it an injury crisis? Uh, Then, as I said, Matt's going to be talking about the greatest football story, telling us a little bit more information, letting us know how we can get involved. And then Danny, Alan Partridge, Baker will be giving us a little bit of trivia. So anyway, boys, how are we?
2: That's a big, that is a big intro. He's a big hero of mine, Partridge. So I'm, I'm honoured that I'm in the same sentence as him. But uh, I'm very well, thank you, Lee. Welcome, Matthew. How are you, mate? All right?
3: Yeah, not bad, mate. Not bad at all. Great intro, Lee. I love that. I mean, the whole 3 to one thing that you did.
2: Not, not bad for a second second go, was it's... it really? No, no, it's great. I mean, no, tell it's... everyone that Lee didn't press record the first time round and this is the second go. We're not going to mention that. No, we're not, we're not mentioning that, now. Straight no. past it.
3: Yeah,
2: is this a podcast crisis? We're not going to let it affect us.
3: No, I could
1: have just cut that bit out and then it'd just be smooth. Right. But anyway, yeah, I, okay. I pressed I forgot to press record, and it, lucky enough, it was only two minutes in, because lucky enough, we didn't get thirty or forty-five minutes in, and then I noticed that I didn't record the episode.
2: That's always but been my problem.
1: I did that. I think with Andrew Hardin, I had Andrew Hardin on. I did press record, but it didn't record on the computer, and we did a full episode. Oh, and I had it to it get him computer. back.
2: He was fuming.
1: <laughs> he was He, he, he didn't care and for an hour and
2: not having it recorded is absolutely fuming isn't it
1: Andrew he has got better uh, things to do than spend an hour talking to me for not to go out <laughs> do you know what I mean he's got a golf course to be on well naturally uh, yeah anyway how was your weekends without football
2: Mine was alright mate cut the grass you know just went and did a bit of shopping was I'm an iron but where to get my hair cut decided against it I thought shall I go out and I thought yeah no I'll just stay in so what's a couple of films, What's a bit of the football. That was all right. Getting a bit a bit weird about the whole um, hungry stuff though, with the racism again, and like the fight, I mean, fighting with the crowd. It's like, I mean, it's just a bit mad, isn't it? Like 25 years, we've been all this kick racism out of football and it's like, people are still doing it. It's like, geez, come on guys, seriously, what are we doing? But um, yeah, apart from that, pretty good.
1: Matt, how was your weekend?
3: Yeah, yeah right. <coughs> And you like the fact you just threw that in there? Yes, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Throw the bomb
1: in there.
2: <laughs> that's
3: a whole different episode. That <laughs> is
1: race
2: bomb in there and let you crack on, lad.
3: Yeah. <laughs> no, that was. I mean, that was a. Oh, was it? That's a nightmare. I mean, I, I, uh, we obviously had people, the mates, of mine were there. And it's just like, what is going on? That and the, and the Euro final was just like it's it's crazy. It's like. What's happening at Wembley? It's all a bit, it's all a bit, mental, isn't it? So, I quite enjoyed the Andorra game. I, I just love seeing all these like megastars in this small, I mean, it's smaller than King's Meadow, was not it? 3,000 you could fit in that in, a, in the Andorra 3, Stadium. I just, and, you know, the population of Andorra would fit in Wembley. I just, Whoa. you know, crazy.
1: It always annoys me that they move the games, they usually move them to Barcelona or yeah. they, they play them, uh. Out there, I'd prefer them to play in the little grounds, and then give give the England fans who have been pretty much like uh, one of our mates, Adam. He goes England home and away. He was out in Andorra for it. He actually went out there. He, he's loving it. A brand new stadium, little Andorra. He can tick that off his listener. Well, then I going back to your, what I
2: don't yeah. get. Did you say isn't wasn't the Andorra's pitch artificial? But then it was, had to have grass. Like what the hell was that about? Yeah, but that's it, pay- It's mad, isn't it?
1: Andorra's is basic 3G as well. It ain't even 4G or how, this. How new... How is that even a thing though? How can some play
2: grass? That's bizarre.
1: Well, because English FA say you have to, which oh, I, I actually agree that you should have grass. I don't think we should have 3G pitches. Well, anywhere. But, well, no, a kid's level and stuff like that. Like in pitches, Russia when but... it's like foot
2: 20, 25, you'd never get a season in, would you?
1: I'm talking about in England, mate. I'm not talking about in Russia, I'm talking about in England. Do you know what, what I mean? I don't want professional footballers playing on 3G pitches. I think it's ridiculous, to be fair. But going back to your point. They're flammable, aren't they? That's the thing. That's what we found out. They catch fire. Yeah. Did you not see it when it it all set alight and nearly burnt the whole stadium, Dan Dora, and nearly went up in smoke? All three
2: people would have been fuming.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's their community club. But anyway, going back to Hungary, and their Sorry. point is: when will the FIFA, UEFA, whoever it is in charge, will actually come down? They've had they did it against England, obviously at the home game, right? But they've got a two-game uh, ban now, or they have to uh, play behind closed doors for two matches, and that's it. Also, what really annoyed me is our police force. If if we had been in Slovakia or somewhere, I've been in Slovakia where all the police just come steaming into us and beat yeah. the living yeah. crap out of us. Yeah. We had batons and everything, and they just they, the Hungarians still beat the hell out of our police force. Where if we had been in a foreign country, I'm telling you, we wouldn't have been coming out of there without a good kicking. So, have we allowed Hungary to then go and beat up our police force? That's what annoyed it's me. It's a
2: weird was. one. Like what what sanction could you put on a com- a country or a group of or an FA? To, to get even remotely close to stopping it, i will be. I mean, I've got no idea. You, way you chuck watch. them
1: out. You chuck them out of a major tournament. You're just done. Just <laughs> yeah.
2: everything. See you later. You're you not, not, it's, it's
1: not. It's not just a. It, I, I watched the uh, Rangers played in Prague against uh, Sparta Prague. That was uh, the
2: one with, um, was it called? Kamara, wasn't it?
1: Kamara was against Slavia Prague, where the actual oh, Slavia okay. Prague player racially abused him. Uh, but they played in Sparta Prague recently, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and there was no fans allowed, but the. Uh, Czech FA said that they, or the FIFA said they could have schools go. So there was, I think, 5,000 tickets handed out to children. Every time Kamara got the boo- ball, they booed him. But these were school children, families. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's not, it weren't, it ain't, adult, it ain't a football firm. It ain't like Hungarians' football. And you look at the Hungarian game again, back in Hungary, it was pretty much everyone on that in that stands were racially abusing some of the players. So now you just say, you do it again. This ain't their first time either. It ain't their first offence.
2: No, definitely not.
1: You ain't going to the World Cup. You ain't going.
3: Yeah, I, I, I agree. I
2: think, when I was thinking
3: first of all, I was thinking you got points. So next time they go into say, so they play behind closed doors and you got points. But the truth is, it's been going on for so long now. It's like, and, 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 and you know, the sanctions are so weak. They're so weak. It's not having any impact. It's
1: like, you know, what's the point? But you you get you get sanctioned you get fined more for having sponsorship on a pair of underpants yes, than you do true. for racist abuse. It is, it is an absolute. Tr- true. True. And this is and you say about docking points, Matthew is Hungary and teams like that don't they're not going to qualify. Maybe they're, they're in <laughs> England, yeah. England, Poland, maybe Albania. But that you dock on points, it's like they're still not going to qualify no matter what happens. So you take this
2: to League One, right? Realistically, what would you do a sanction for a club that had a repeat offender? Would you say can't get promotion, automatic relegation. What would be a good enough sanction? Do you think, from a club level perspective? I think
3: we would got to... that, that. would stop it. Though, wouldn't it? If you actually, if you actually said to a, if you actually said to a club, do you know what? We'll, you know, we will we'll dock you. Whatever it is, the administration. So, like Sheffield if they got docked, or Derby docked twelve points. We would dock you twelve points if you get if we find out that there's a uh, you know racism in your stands or whatever it is. Then, then, then your five clubs are going to pretty much come down on those fans. The problem you've got though is a lot of
1: it nowadays is more social media. Again, we had the Joe Palmer five and five thing come out, and the, the statement that was put out that there's been some, I believe, racist abuse or homophobic abuse at King, uh, not King, it's Plough Lane now, at Plough Lane. But what do you punish the whole of Wimbledon for that? Because Literally ninety nine percent of Wimbledon fans are good, honest Wimbledon yeah. fans. Do you know what I mean I like to F and Jeff and stuff like that, but I'd I, I never cross the line with regards to. But
2: you could abuse say that's in exactly that way. The same for the Hungary game away, I mean that was one little block. I wouldn't say it was a it's whole. Not, it's still not a majority of that of that stage. Then you
1: ban them fans. They know what block it is. They they've got good good enough CCTV. Whoever's. Found is you get a lifetime ban, you get a you lifetime ban for watching Hungary. do
2: the same at uh, Lane, wouldn't you? You just go, It's them three, they're banned, and you let everyone carry on. But is that enough anymore?
3: I, I, I it has to want... be maybe in stages, maybe it goes in stages. So maybe the first lot like, is you ban, you the first thing is you have to ban these fans. But if you're like a repeat offender, I don't know how long that is, you know. Uh, I, I mean, like, you know, I feel like I'd be we will be thrown in here, yeah.
1: <laughs> so,
3: yeah, so this was <laughs> we a talk, and then just threw the bombing. Yeah, but it's like no, I like it, Danny. But you know, uh, so maybe stages. Maybe you have this first stage where you where you ban fans. Then if it's a repeat thing, then you then you start to threaten about people playing behind closed doors. Then you talk about points deduction and that sort of thing. Sorry, Dave.
1: Just quickly, the thing about banning people. So I, I'm I'm all for a lifetime bans for racism, homophobic language, stuff like that. But then, how do then we? then make these people better, better human beings. I know some adults you're never going to do it, but do you know what I mean? You have to have a time where you go, right, you've got a year ban, you come back, you do it again, that's it. Do we do something like that? Is it that you do year ban, five-year ban, that's it, lifetime ban? You've got your free, bang, you're out, you're never coming back. I mean, again a lot of it's on social media where people can hide behind fake profiles Uh, you see them all the time on twitter there's people hiding behind Paul Pogba's face or there's someone behind Wayne Rooney's face or Rooney fan club number one and it's a 40 year old geezer like who's just a bit weird but yeah it's just madness to me social media at the moment
2: right well last question then rant Joe blogs let's say 45 year old bloke we know obviously by the way people do things when they're being emotional it's not it's not an excuse or a reason, but that's just what happens. Random 40 year old bloke at the footballs, had a few beers. Guy from their team scores, a racist slur is said. You're Joe Palmer. What's the sanction?
1: He, he gets a ban straight away. If he gets for? flagged up, how
2: long for?
1: I'd say five years. If his first offense has got to be at least, he's got most people want to go football and they want to love their football. So they, want, they don't want to miss it for, do they? They don't want to never not go to football. It has to be a tough it has to be a tough sanction
2: you're saying five matt what are you going for
3: i'd say i'd say i'd say at least five and i know the reason i'm saying that is like right, if 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 a, if a black player scores against wimbledon right and it could be a controversial goal he could score in his hand and it doesn't get picked out or whatever it is and i'm fuming. Hmm. the first thing that's going into my head is not to call him up you know not to give him a name that's not that's not what i'm doing so if your first response when a when a player scores a goal is to is to is to come up with a racial racial slur, it's just like there's some you know.
2: You shouldn't really be at the game, should you
0: really? Yeah,
3: exactly. That's, that's, I mean, like, you know, that's all, so don't blame the drink. Don't blame the fact that someone scored a goal against you, whatever it is. You have a problem, yeah, you know, yeah. and I and I don't want that problem personally in our ground. No, I.
1: Again, you took everything what I was gonna say there, Matt, straight out. That's a hundred percent the point, I think. I've not gone to football and someone scored a last minute winner against us, giving it to me right in front of my face with cup in his ears and all that. And I thought, actually, I'm gonna call him something that's to do with the colour of his skin or to yeah. do with the sexual orientation of the man. Do you know what I mean? Or you know what I mean? I, I've called him the C-word, I'll drop a C bomb at him, I'll go mad. I've I've had a few drinks at football and my language can be absolutely terrible. But my my fault ain't to racially abuse anyone at a football game so
2: the challenge, I just, the challenge so is though moving forward and not, not to be too i don't want to stir the boat too much but is that good enough anymore is it okay for us to stand there and a random bloke and swear at a bloke for doing his job are we is that okay i'm not saying and i do it don't give me i'll go uf this or whatever in the heat of the moment once again but is that okay anymore are we in a are we in a society where we can't do that anymore I don't it's, know.
1: it's becoming a society like that, unfortunately. Like I say, unfortunately, because I don't think foul, bad language is the worst thing. That if someone calls me a fucking bastard or something like that, for example, I could have used the worst word, but I don't really want to go down the lines. They don't bother me. It's it's water for ducks. Back, you can call me whatever you want. It's not going to hurt my feelings. Uh, but there are people out there that don't can't. They literally, yeah, they, they can't handle stuff like that, and I kind of get it, but. You go to a football game, which is high pressured. It's passionate. We can't take that out of the game. I'm uh, so
2: with you, Lee. It's ridiculous.
0: I just, I you, I can't, you're
2: you can't take that. swearing.
3: You can't take swearing out of football. It's part of it. I mean, that's part. You no, know, there's a moment of release, and I, and I think you know you can do that. You can you can f and brown or whatever it is. You know we're not banning in shouting the referees are... Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah. we're not all, all yeah, gonna go down. That.
2: I wonder how many of the of the, the conversations or the emails we've had about negative language or poor behaviour and stuff, whether that is a, a such a broad scale, isn't it? You could have someone calling somebody this, you could have someone being sexist, you could, you know, homophobic, racist, you know, I've personally watched Wimbledon for God knows how many years, I've never heard anyone say they're racist ever, 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 ever and I've been all over the country and to be honest, even at a Wimbledon game, I have I haven't heard anything so I was it's just it, that's why that statement when it came out threw me so much I thought it can't be that it's got to mm-hmm. be something like someone was using incredibly bad language at a referee or a decision that somebody in the crowd hasn't either been associated with football because if I took my wife and she saw which is a good reason why I don't take my wife football, <laughs> she saw some of the behavior of some of the adults she'd be she'd be like what on earth is going on but maybe because we're used to that culture maybe we think it's okay but actually it's not it's just a it's an interesting topic
3: i was was embarrassed when i saw that statement that came out i i uh, at first of all i was very naive i thought it was a complaint about other fans so when when i when i saw it was about us i was really embarrassed i was shocked i i just because i i've never i've just not seen it i've not encountered it so far um but Let's remember, sorry, but let's remember this
1: is a small percentage. This is yeah. a very, very small percentage. We've we've posted that video and you spoke about it uh, last week, Danny, about the three kids at the front of the stand when yeah. Lou McCormick <laughs> scores. You know what I mean? I, I've got three kids. You've got kids, Matt. You've got one on the way, Danny. They, I'll take my boy on Saturday. And if we score a last-minute winner, I'll look to him and he's going absolutely mad. Loves it. And that's why we go football. It's all the Definitely. stuff like that. You know, we all act like a bit of a tit sometimes. And it has that culture around it. But let's look how far football has come from the 70s, 80s, 90s to where we are now. It is improving. It is getting better. So it is a game for all. And football, anyone can go watch football, no matter where you're from, what your background is. And that's what I think Wimbledon totally at the agree moment
2: Any Lane little ones or got concerns, come to the pub, chat to fans, get involved. We are <laughs>
3: A club for all, hundred percent. I mean I have taken my, my daughter along for the for the first time. She's just not been interested in football at all. So I took her to um to the Oxford game, which was you know
2: Oh that was a great that was a bullet game. game.
3: And she loved it. She loved it. So, you know, you know, I'll be taking her along to the next game when she hasn't got a birthday on or a holiday or something
2: swimming
1: party yeah. <laughs> yeah right boys let's let's talk about right because danny threw that in and yeah it was good that's no good
2: football this week lee there was no football we had to get some yeah. out
1: there <laughs> we had to get some content out there <laughs> we'd it. lose our right, we'd, we'd lose our five listeners but anyway let's let's talk about injuries at the moment and obviously will nightingale is out for what is it four to six months I yeah. believe George Marsh I've heard rumors that he's out for four four weeks now as well what? That's not being reported on the club at the moment, but that's a rumor going around. Uh, who else we got? Oli Palmer's still out, and we have got no idea at the moment of when he's back. Are, are we in an injury crisis? Is this a bit of a crisis for Wimbledon, or is it we've got enough
3: strength in depth? Oh,
2: Matt can go first. It's, uh, it's all in it.
3: an injury, injury crisis for certain teams. You know, like at City, you can have three or four people out, and it wouldn't be wouldn't be a problem for us this is this is tricky i was there was something i was reading on um the 72 saying who some of our best performers are and uh, you know in the top five you had nightingale and um palmer so we're missing we're already missing uh, a couple of our key players and i think palmer's been a, a massive miss to be honest with you i'm not so in terms of scoring goals but you know hold up play he's obviously drawing people to him or whatever so, and there has been, been scoring goals for fun recently, hasn't he? So, that's, it's it's difficult. I think it's difficult to be without our best players. You know, when we miss, when um, a cell was out, we, we clearly missed in the wood, out. So, we haven't got the luxury, <coughs> sorry, excuse me, we haven't got the luxury of missing some of our better players. I don't want to go down the word crisis, but yeah.
2: <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's a crisis, but I think what Matt's alluded to, which I completely agree with, is that for most clubs, missing three players isn't a crisis, but for us, I think it—we're we're getting close to it. On the a, because of the general players, but also if you look at each position now, we haven't got genuinely another genuine one of those two. It's now Hartigan and Woodyard. We could obviously play somebody else, maybe would only. but in general, what, the way that we've played, it's been it's been Woodyard, Hartigan, or Marsh. So yeah. we haven't got one of those guys at centre back now. We have got Hennigan and PK. If if he's fit, if not, we are genuinely struggling. And up front, we only have two. What I would call genuine forwards. So I think, but as I said a couple of weeks ago, maybe we we although we as fans obviously didn't agree with it, we bought into this. We know we are not going to have huge numbers in the squad. And Robbo made it clear that he was keen not to have a big big squad. But we are we are very very. We're we're very hopeful that we don't have lots of injuries and coming up to the Christmas manic bit as we know it comes up, I would be amazed if already we're thinking we we were probably at least one player light in the squad.
1: The thing that annoys me is that we wanted to get to Burton and then we had two weeks off kind of thing to then rest our players that needed to be rested to get them back fully firing. And now we're in a worse position with two players injured for a month, four months. No sign of Oli Palmer coming back, so does that mean he's broken down or is he still good to go? Again, that's on the comms of the club, but yeah, the one thing I don't think we could have dealt with this season with our the squad numbers, as you said, Danny, is injuries. We are struggling with injury, and we've got a lot of players out on loan, which is great for their development and stuff, but it is leaving us quite light. I uh, I do struggle with the centre backs at the moment with Will being missing. Because Paul Kaye is oh, he's OK. I don't think he sets the world alight. It's
2: PK, not OK, yeah?
1: Yeah, I'm saying OK, not PK, right. But with him just coming back from injury, being chucked in against Sheffield Wednesday, Lincoln and Wigan, is three very tough games straight away. And from my, my honest opinion, this is just my opinion, and I, most people might agree with me or not, Dan Soccer is nowhere near the level that we need him to be at, to be coming in and playing regularly. Uh, and, and at the back at the moment, Sheff- we start with Sheffield Wednesday on Saturday, you look at their front four, front f- four players that they could pick, it was going to be a tough ask with Will and Hennigan playing. But if we lose, say, one more player, say a Hennigan or a Presley, we're we're in big, big yeah, trouble. Yeah.
3: The, the, my question, I wonder, do you chuck in Darius? Does
2: Darius step up? Or is he nowhere near fit? I mean,
3: I... God I forgot coach. about
1: Darius, to be fair. I keep, I keep forgetting about his there. Is he there I've as a mentor? I've got no is idea.
2: He... About, I mean, literally, I've, I've been to games and he's not even been on the... I've, I bet we'll be barely seeing him on the bench. So mm. I've got no idea if he's either fit enough or is interested enough. But this is where we'll find out. We'll, find, we'll be finding out now whether or not he has come in as basically almost just the glorified coach who's going to be around the changing room or whether he is genuinely going to be a person. If we're in the shtuk, he's going to play. We're going to find out now. So the thing
1: about the injuries at the moment as well is that, say, uh, Henry Lawrence. Henry Lawrence can play. He can go left-back, right-back. He can also play midfield. But one of my mates mentioned the other day you don't really want to be changing it around all the time and putting players in different positions. So then, do you know what I mean? We're, we're changing it around pretty much every game and it's a struggle to then get some momentum and get going. And as I said, we've got three of our toughest games coming up and, and injuries and, and, and we just don't want them at the moment and unfortunately they're coming in droves and I'd love to know how far away Oli Palmer is from being fit. Yeah, because the two strikers you're, you're talking about, Danny, I'm guessing you're talking about Presley and Embudi.
2: Well, uh, in general, as a, for me, as a club, we've only got Palmer and Palmer and Presley. I don't class Embudi as a centre forward. I've classed him as a a winger coming yeah. in. I know he he's, he can fluctuate, but for me, that's this is the concern that we've had when we went for the we'll send we'll buy we'll get a couple of guys and we'll chuck them out on loan. We are. I think Arlie used to talk about having money on the pitch. All of our wages should be on the pitch, not in the stands. And Nightingale, as much as I like Nightingale, we all know he is—he's injury prone, and he's gonna—he's gonna break down at some point. Palmer, we didn't get a lot out of him last year, and we mentioned—I think it was right at the beginning of the season. This is where we—the likes of Pigger, who never broke down, like the, the lad played constantly. It's just we, we are—we're now coming up. We're gonna have three games in a week lot of travelling against three good sides. This is where it's going to get tough. And it's not, and we're, we're, we're desperate.
1: We're not travelling a lot, Dan.
2: Well, no, we've got to go from... We've got playing Sheffield Wednesday up to Lincoln, back, back. That's a lot of travel, not a lot of recovery. I think that's a decent amount of travel. And three games in a week. I wouldn't say it was a lot of travel.
1: It's a, it's three games in a week, which is... But I, don't, I wouldn't say it's a lot of travelling. These are professional footballers. They should be used to that, it. It's not like they're going to Sunderland and then they've got Lincoln away the week after. I, I just think do, do I, I, we keep getting told there's no money in the pot at all, but do we make funds available to bring in, a, say, a pay-by-play a at the moment, give a player a two or three month contract who's out of contract at the moment? There's a lot of players who are out of contract, but will they be fit enough to come in and play straight away? Do we lose these three games saying, well, hopefully we don't? Then do we go, when do we hit panic mode and go, right, we need to bring, we need bodies. We have got no bodies at the moment. You
3: see, I'm, I'm interested about the... Um... Those guys are known, you know, was it Corey Andrews and, oh, I can't remember his name. Cosgrove. Yeah. Cosgrove. I mean, and I, and I get it. I completely get where Robo's coming from about development, you know, that, that is, you know, it's great. You're players out there and, they, and they're, they're scoring goals for fun and whatever, but I just can't help but feel there needs to be a point where you just go, we need some backup here. And yeah, these guys might sit on the bench for half a season, but... We need, we need, we need, something, you know. Because why bring, bring, you know, why bring someone else in? Why bring another striker in? Uh, if you've got, if you've got people out there, and, unless you don't trust them, unless you're saying they are definitely a, a six months, a year away from the first side, let's leave them out. Then we've got to bring someone in, and yeah, we've got to get these resources in, and that might mean, you know, we'll hear the rumor that you know we're going to let someone go in Jan. And then you use, and then hopefully use that money to
2: bring someone in. That's fine. But we're, we're, I mean, as an example, I was reading about someone like, was it Biamu, who was at Sutton? He was at Coventry last year. No, yeah. Club, yeah. Nowhere yeah. near anything. All of a sudden he's turned up. I think it's Dundee United, he's just gone to O'Neill. Wagstaff's just signed for Aldershot. You can't tell me that some of these guys wouldn't be tempted for a couple of months on a relatively shortish, relatively cheapish amount of money just to go. You got two months, earn a contract. Where a player short? Sure. Come along, train at home. Where do you live? Right, come and come and play at Wimbledon. Have a look and see and an offer and be cheeky and go. Look, we can offer you. We can actually offer you two two months' work here. Come and come and get a contract. Come and earn a contract. I just, I'm a bit. If we're that skinned because we haven't got a penny, that is a real concern and one more injury in a key position. If Presley goes down Saturday, we've got no forward. And if we've got Mm. Hennigan goes, we've got no centre backs. And if we've got we lose one of the other centre midfield, it's just we are woefully small as a squad because we we know that we are a smallest club, which we're going to use a lot of the youngsters. But we are where it is. It is tight. It's very tight.
1: See, Matt. Regards your point. I I actually think the players being out on loan is smart with what Robo's doing. They are young players. I don't think he does trust them at the moment. And if he if they were with us at the moment, they literally would just sit on our bench. They wouldn't be playing. And then at the moment they're out there, they're scoring goals. They're they're going right next year, I'm going to be part of this first team. And I'm coming in to take your place, Palmer. I'm going to come in and take your place. And Booty won't be here. Presley won't be here. So we need them, Corey Andrews and Cosgrave to come in. And they're scoring some decent goals as well. Yeah. I think Cosgrave's, Cosgrave's loan is a strange one for me because he's at a really struggling Dover team. But he's scoring goals for them. So it might it might be worth... But I, I agree with you, Danny, with regards to uh, getting a player in now. We need to get a player in. But if we're the, we, I don't think we have that money to go, we can get you in for two, what player's going to come in and go, yeah, I'll play for two months and then be out of contract again. Or he comes in for two months and gets injured and then he might not be able to play again for another season. And then- so guess, can... I guess the reverse of that is you get
3: someone in for two months, he does phenomenally well. You know, we could offer him a contract and he might say no to it because he's got other offers. But at least, at least he's in a shop window.
2: And at least he's got work. Yeah. I mean, but, like I said, O'Neill's to you can't tell me O'Neill, uh, yeah, you can't tell me Luke O'Neill at the start of the window when we released him, he's gone. I can't wait to sign for Kettering in October. You must be joking. He was looking at playing in in our leagues or not. There are lots of people out there who could do with Scott Wagstaff. Only now, literally this week, signed for Aldershot on a permanent. He would have definitely been eyeing up something or no. training. For me, for me, the be
3: best good. one is the best example of that is Tyrrell Thomas. Yeah, he leave us and go crew. That's where I want to end up. <laughs> yeah, he did
1: not. He did not want. But and that's the thing. The funniest thing again about Piggott. you say he never missed a game for us. He's playing week in, week out. Yeah, he's not doing that now, is he? Can't
2: get a game. can't he get can't a game
1: because they've got a lone striker from QPR who's smashing it, and they're talking about recalling him, and they're dreading that. But anyway, boys, we better wrap that up. And when we come back, we'll be speaking to Matthew about the greatest football
3: story. The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans.
1: And we're back and we're going to be discussing with Matt now the greatest football story. Matt's going to tell us a little bit more information about it, what what it is, what how we can get involved. Uh, and we might pick our own, which we would want as we, we would pick as the greatest AFC women and women in FC story that we've had. So go on, Matt, take it away.
3: Yeah, I, I think the, the basic thing is, you know, you're going to the main stand the West concourse, right, and we have just got blank walls. And um, I, I just, just thought we wanted to fill them with something. Let's put, let's celebrate our history. And I, I think what's interesting is over the last 20 years or so, you know, we've been at King's Meadow, we haven't had a space. So, so I think a lot of people forget, you know, our combined history, you know, the history of women at FC. You know, through sort of some, I and mean, we've had some amazing times in the 50s and 60s, you know. And if you're a Liverpool fan or, a, you know, other fans, your heart, you still remember, you still talk about those sort of moments, even though you weren't born. I mean, I, I can't remember what, uh, I think we got to an amateur cup final back in the early 60s or the 50s that we didn't win. And I'm pissed off about it, which is crazy, you know. So, but I just want to celebrate, I just want to celebrate our history and just get people to realize that we've, you know, we started in eight in eighteen It's been an amazing history where we you know got 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 into the league in the first place in the in the 70s, went on, won the FA Cup. And some people, some of our fans might not even realize that we won the FA Cup. We beat like the side of the side of the decade, you know, in that incredible game. And then we were in the Premier League for years. We were there, you know, we were there to start, we were there to start with. And um, you know, so and then, and then obviously what happened with the whole, you know, going up the, being forced up the Lym Worm um, and us starting again was just a, just the most reforming uh, and that's just amazing story and then look what we've got, it's, um, it's brilliant, we've got all this amazing history so I just want to put it up on the on wall, celebrate our celebrate our combined history because, uh, well our our history, not combined, so the same club in my eyes. Yeah. So no. that's what I want to do. Fill those walls. Fill those walls with imagery. So are we? It's twelve thousand pounds.
1: You're trying to try raise. Excuse me. Trying to raise it at the moment. Is that correct, Matt? It's twelve
3: thousand pounds. Yeah. Well, yes. It is twelve. It is twelve. I'm, ideally, I'm looking at twelve k. But to be honest with you, you know what we get. We can. We can make some. We'll, we'll make something work.
1: And we're trying to is it gonna fill the whole walls? It's gonna
3: fill all the walls. My, my my aim is to fill as much as possible, although you know, every time we go along, there's adverts or whatever put on them put on my walls. I'm like, stop putting stuff on my walls. So i uh, yeah, I agree. I, I'm, I agree. I'm, trying, I'm trying to fill up as much as possible. Certainly where you go in that main concourse area, where you come in up the stairs, that is gonna that is gonna have a you know, you're just going to see a colour and you'll see bits of our history straight as well as you go into it. So do, we
1: have, do you have any idea of, is it going to be voted by the fans of what we want as the main picture? And it's, it's going to be our actual images, in it? It's going to be a picture yeah. of me used in it to then yeah, so, construct this big, massive mural. Yeah, kind of so
3: thing. so let, let me explain what we're looking to do there. So if you donate, and depending on the level you donate, you can, you, you can still be able to submit a, a photo of yourself. Um, and that photo will be part of a photo mosaic. Now a photo mosaic is like you have one large image so it could be best holding the FA Cup but if you look closer you'll see it's loads of different, made up of loads of different photographs so we'll all be part of it. I love that as a fans club you know all that the whatever image we choose at the end of it uh, will be part of it you know so we, the fans are part of that that mosaic so you'll be part of the photo mosaic Uh, we're also hoping that uh the pictures will the photos will be uh, as part of a timeline as well so we're looking at a yellow and blue timeline along the wall. so the photos will be used twice is my hope
2: to be clear you're doing one big mosaic with all of little pictures in it yeah and is there a timeline as well or is it just one big like big thing Uh,
3: it's it's going to be we're looking at having lots of different things if we can so there'll be one image one big image which will be made up of lots of lots of photos. There'll also be a timeline where you'll um, you know like you can see, yeah. You know, and there'll be text around it as well explaining what's what's been going on. So you'll have a timeline with text explaining things and imagery that goes with that. And then you'll also have a large uh, photo mosaic as well.
1: Okay. And, and what's the minimum? Like people, what's the minimum amount people can donate into? A,
3: t- a tenner. All it system. needs is a, is a tenner, and you can upload one image. 50 quid, you can upload
2: nine images. Sounds good. And um, what these images at those particular events, or so do you want, sorry, the image, you want the fan at that event? Or is it in there and I love Dino, Dino scoring against Ipswich, I'm going to upload that.
3: If you if you wanted to, but um, it's, it's basically it's your photograph. So it's your, it's your image. Now like for me, for instance, um, I will upload uh, pictures of me through my time supporting the Bonds. So there was a picture of I was a program seller, so there was a picture of me in my old Den back in the eighties. <laughs> I'm going to upload that and pictures and pictures of me through the time. So it will also be, it will be my timeline as part of the timeline. Yeah, that's so that's personally cool. what I want to do. But for another fan, you might just go, well, I you know I will upload one image and it's a picture of me at Wembley when we beat Plymouth, you know, or at manchester stadium i just want to i want to have that image so you can choose whatever you like and also the other thing about it is that well there's a lot of people that have passed on it's been a really difficult time yeah. so this is a way you can put their images into that as well so you can you know so we can have people like salad for instance yeah who we can have yeah. you know and, and pictures of pictures of, of fans have just gone so we can have all those in there as well which What's
2: is the deadline matthew
3: I'm looking to get this done by the 31st of um, October.
2: Oh, wow. That,
3: that's my... And we're, you know, so we've, we've started going now. There are some videos that are going up online. Um, and we're doing some uh, flyering and posters this weekend at Sheffield Wednesday. So people are going to know more about it. Yeah.
1: So the stuff you you just said there regarding videos. There's a thing on YouTube at the moment in there with different episodes of the, 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 the team all involved, the management team are getting involved in trying to push and sell it because it is a brilliant idea, to be fair. I think uh, we had Andrew Harding on uh, previously and he kind of mentioned it as well. It would be beautiful to do something like that. And then, I don't know if you nicked his idea, Matthew, or you already had it in the pipeline. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mate. But yeah. yeah. But yes. Yeah. Uh, but it sounds brilliant. Going back to the fact, what... Boys, what would you pick? What would you be your greatest? What would you pick if you could only, if there was going to only be one image at Plough Lane and it was you picking it, you had the choice. What are you what are you picking as the the achievement or the picture that you'd want up? I know what mine would be.
2: Go on, then. far away.
1: Danny Kedwell scoring the, the penalty, mm. just as he bangs it in kind of thing. Of I know there's loads. You can go back to when we won the amateur cup, the FA Cup, but for me, getting from the AOC Women's story being promoted to the Football League and it was Danny Kedwell who scored the goal at Manchester. That 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 was
2: just So you were not so just be clear though, Lee, that means that you wouldn't be in the picture on the wall. It'll just be you you've kind of uploaded the Kedwell penalty as your thing, is that right?
1: No, I'm uploading a picture of just my mug now, right? My face.
2: But oh, you're talking about yeah. the big collage, is that right? Yes,
1: yes. That's Sorry, what I'm saying. Not okay. my pic. Right. I'm not saying what picture would you want to upload, like a picture of that's you. What now, I, like, thought you meant. I was like. Cutting the grass uh, or something. No, no. I'm saying the big mosaic. What would you. Mosaic? Put...
2: Who's he played
1: for? <laughs> he, he started our front for Wednesday He's joining us, yeah. But as the mosaic, which. I prefer Mural, to be fair, because it's easier to say.
2: Mate, I'm just loving you saying Mosaic. It's been fantastic. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: What would you want? What would you pick? And this is going to, we're going to ask our, our listeners as well, so all five of them can pick what they would want. What would you pick as the, the, the main one on the wall at Plough Lane? Mine would be Danny Carroll scoring that penalty made up of thousands of women I think
2: I, I think I'd either want something from the first game like the Sutton queue on the way out with all the Wimbledon fans and a variety of different things, just to kind of show where we've been. A picture of Plough Lane on the first day when all the fans came back. Because it's 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 the significance of it, Lee. It's the significance of the thirty year wait from having nothing to being in a packed plough lane. We've all wanted it for so long. I, for I, me, did. that is massive.
0: Sorry,
1: I get it, because you, you didn't talk over me when I was saying mine, which is a fair point, but I, I was shaking my head then, and that's why you said it.
2: Correct. But
1: why would I want a mosaic of Plough Lane in Plough Lane? It just doesn't make sense to me, mate. I but-
2: think that's the most iconic thing that's happened in... Football in the last 30 years that yeah, were, we're booting we out. Don't, we
1: don't need a mosaic, We've got the, we won't need a mosaic for that. We've got the ground that's there. We can see that every time we go to our home game.
2: We can see Kedwell scoring a penalty anytime you like. Go no, on
1: on a mosaic on the wall of Plough Lane
2: on a what on a what wall <laughs> not
1: on the mosaic, right? Anyway,
3: uh, but this is this is this is the conversation I want well, about and, and people's money, yeah, um, yeah.
0: So,
3: but it's. You know, I don't. I would, you know, for me, you know, it's it's either you know, it's either like I say, it's best than making the save, putting off the save. I think that's a that's a that's a great picture. I love the Danny Caber one. I like the idea of um, Joe Sheer leading the side out against Sun. You know, that might be that would be that would be a good picture as well. But there's loads. I mean, like you know, Finney and Gaza. What about that?
2: Yeah, do you. What? guess is what's important what do we is it the football achievement i.e. us getting back into the football league is it the fact that we went against the odds and restarted what what is the most defining point of our story i guess that's what would be the most attractive picture
0: and it's going to be interesting
3: because that's i mean you know history moves so at this moment in time when we're discussing this we're talking about kedwell or Besant or Sutton, you know, or the trials, having a picture of people at the trials. That's all that is incredible. But, you know, in a, in a few years time, I'd love to be able to do it again and say, well, that's like the most iconic moment was when against the odds we won the FA Cup again or got into the Premier League or whatever, you know, because that's just, the amazing thing about our history.
1: I was going to say the next step would be a, a statue, wouldn't it, of someone outside the ground as we come into, you know, where the club shop is and stuff like that who, who, who would have a statue outside the ground if we could do that who would be the statue for you? Who would who is it because we could save money and do it I have a statue which would save on save a lot of money there with a little little statue we laugh I mean? but
2: it won't be far off he won't be far off in the running he's done a
1: we'd, lot we'll need a big one <laughs> just a little
3: statue did you see that Tyson statue that's come out today
2: yeah I saw that yeah, yeah.
3: It's the size of a it's the size of the top of a matchstick. I mean we could probably bun to that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's really yeah. I thought, who would you have as a statue outside the ground? New Ardley? Terry Brown?
2: I'm a big Vinny man.
1: Vinny?
2: Yeah, love Vinny Jones. But I think if it was a new the new era, I generally I I think Ivan would be right up there for me. I think he'd be quite a close one and I think I'd be quite a cute... A reflection of where we are as a club that... Him doing the
1: old two fingers?
2: Possibly, why not? But It's not... It, it won't be necessarily just about what goes on on the pitch, but our journey is so much more off the pitch. and I think that might be quite a unique <laughs> one for us. I don't think there's many other clubs who've got statues of owners outside. Maybe Wolves? Do they have one of them? Hayward or Walker, maybe? Blackburn.
1: Blackburn? Yeah, I was going to say Blackburn, maybe. Oh, but
2: I, I reckon that might be an interesting one.
1: Because... We've only got one stand named after a player, have not we? We've only named, we've only ever named a stand after one
2: player. Who's that?
1: We've got the main stand. Oh, my oh
3: well,
2: that's, been, that's been six weeks in build-up. Look
3: at him, He's smuggish. You you miss, oh, one week without football, and this is what happens. No. Yeah,
2: but yeah. Anyway, let's go back to the point. So yeah, well, John pound. Smith could have been at the trial. Couldn't we? We'll never know.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Ten pound. You, we've got. We'll link it to uh, our Twitter page after we send this out. This goes out on Friday, or uh, well, today it is Friday. Uh, but yeah, we'll put it on a Twitter page, and yeah, people can go on there, ten pound, put their photo in, and hopefully we can get a good mosaic. Uh, and it would be yeah, it'd be a beautiful thing. To be fair, to fill up that whole that whole wall at Plough Lane, or maybe more.
2: Well, thanks for doing it, Matthew. it Sounds like it's a. It's a great initiative. It's a great idea, and it's great that the fans are doing it. Another example of why, although people have got their different views, why having a fan own club is so wicked that we can get this project up from zero to getting it up in the wall as quick as you're talking about. I think it's fantastic. So, thanks ever so much for all the hard work that you're putting into it. We really appreciate it.
3: Oh no, it's a pleasure. I mean, you know, it's like all of us. my blood. It's, I just want to make this. I really want to make this happen. You know, and and I think we could have there's possibilities of trying to get external funding we could have got funding from one person and just I don't know if we could have done that but just the idea that everyone's contributing it it makes it more powerful to me yeah I
1: I I, people put 10 pound in they get their own photo in and it's theirs I I know Mm. some people were moaning because people have put money for the cedars they put money for bar taps they put money and it's always people go oh we keep asking, asking asking I know but this is something different. This is something special that the fans are doing. It's not the club asking. It's someone that a fan has done to make it happen, to make our ground feel more homely, I think, as well. Because at the moment, it, it it's beautiful and it's brilliant, but we need more to recognise our history as well. So when when people are going there, they go, actually... Oh, do you remember that when Danny Kebbell scored that? In 20 years' time, when we go, Danny Kebbell scored that penalty at... at May, uh, where is it? May- I was going to say, May Road City of Manchester Stadium. Or, do you know what I mean? When... When Hennigan scores the goal to get us in the championship or something like that, it'd be like, well, that's just yeah. Do you remember them?
3: And one of the things we want to do is we want to put some QR codes around amongst it. So when you scan your phone, you'll get taken, you can take get taken to that clip of Keble scoring that goal or best than doing that save or whatever it is. So we want to we want to make it slightly interactive. Maybe as well. So it's 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 gonna be if we can make it happen, it's gonna be.
1: So
2: it we'll make it happen. We made so much happen, you'll make it happen, don't worry. It's beautiful, it's
1: beautiful. as I said, the museum, at the grounds now open as well, isn't it? The ground, the museum. Uh So if you haven't been, go there, it's, it's not, I think it's £10 for an adult, £3 for a child. Go and have a look at Wimbledon's history. If if you're not 100% on it, then yeah. Has anyone just, been on
2: a stadium tour, by the way? I've not yet, no.
1: They've only just, just yeah. started that going.
2: Um Just curious if anyone's been on it.
3: Uh,
1: to be fair, I do it every Saturday, Dan. I go from the uh, the Phoenix pub round to my East End seat. That's pretty much the stadium tour, in it?
2: Best tour possible, I think. But you
1: go into the seats this time. Right, we'll wrap it up there, boys. And, uh, yeah, Matt, thanks very much for all the hard work regarding that. And, uh, Cheers, we'll, guys. We'll, we'll upload that onto our Twitter page and our Facebook page, and we'll get that message out. Mm. Uh, when we come back, Danny's got a little trivia quiz for us. <laughs>
3: The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans.
1: Right, we're back for the final part of this week's episode. Uh, Danny has some trivia or he has one question. It's not an honest question,
0: is it? Danny? Uh, no, I've got it's I've a trivia it, question. Two.
2: One is like the warm up act. And I don't know the answer to this. So I'm curious what you guys think. And we'll see if we get it right as a group. I generally just don't know the answer. Lee, you shouldn't no. interrupt if you're going to interrupt, please put your hand up during the quiz. I just say,
1: we're not allowed to use Google or anything, are we? No, That's
2: absolutely off. not. <coughs> That's... So, the first question is a warm up. Obviously, we play at King's We with our plough lane. I'm interested, is which ground have we played at most outside of uh, on away ground? And I don't know the answer,
0: I don't so get I'm just the chucking question. it out
2: there. I was guessing maybe Crawley, but what do you think?
1: I don't get the question.
2: Well, we play at Plough Lane right now. And we yeah. played in Kingsmeadow. Which yeah. away ground,
1: oh, right. Did as we AFC most?
2: Wimbledon, have we played at the most? As AFC Wimbledon? As AFC Wimbledon. Oh. I was,
3: I was, I was, do you know what? I was really pleased with myself because when he was saying it, I thought Wimbledon and I was going to say Sellers Park.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. You know, but...
2: No, it's got to be in the AFC Wimbledon era. So I, as a couple of starters, I thought Crawley, because we had them sort of conference League One. Plymouth. Thought yeah. might be in around it. We seem to have always played Oxford. I feel like we've played them our whole life. So oh Problem I got.
1: Problem I got with this question is there's no answer because you don't know the answer, do you?
2: Well, I, I will find out the answer, but it's oh, just right. we're going to we're what the idea is, is uh, as a bit of fun with the lads. <laughs> we're going to come up what we think our answer is. Right, right, right. Say what our answer is, and then our, we will research, or someone will tell you us. You say
1: we? Our, yeah, you are. I'm yeah, I'll, I'll switch this, it. mate. Your question. Uh so, Crawley and
2: Plymouth for my opening gambits to you. Is there anyone we've played more than Crawley or Plymouth?
1: Hampton and Richmond we play quite a lot.
2: Crawley's a really good oh, shout okay. I mean, we started to, we started to
3: really get some rivalry there, didn't we?
1: We played them in a couple of Bromley? times as well, Crawley.
3: Bromley. I was gonna say
1: Bromley because not only Bromley Cray, Cray there Cray. as well. Cray Wanderers played there as well.
2: And wasn't there a team that we played, and this is where it gets controversial? Didn't Cray share with Bromley?
1: That's yeah. what we just said. Yeah. That's, yeah, what that's the ground. That's, that's why it's Bromley and Cray, mate.
2: It's just trying to <laughs> touch you out. What are
1: you <laughs> doing to me? Bromley, <laughs> but, uh,
2: Bromley football club's up there.
1: Yeah.
2: I think Crawley's got to be close, you
1: No, I'd say Bromley were, because we proper played, like, Crawley ended up in the league before us, I think. And we had a no, couple no, seasons. came we... up
2: the same year as us. Because we had to play them in that rubbish playoff because Man United didn't enter the League Cup. Do you remember? They had the oh, the, FA, Cup.
1: the yeah. FA Cup playoff, yeah. Yeah, so Imagine
2: we had what, to play what the League Cup playoff and we lost to Crawley.
3: What league have we been in the longest? Because we, you know, we were already in the CCL
2: for I think it's
1: three years. It's just... So it's this one. Yeah. Clearly, yeah. for Oxford, could be a shout because they were in conference as well for a long time.
2: I reckon we had a good couple of years with Crawley and it took us, what, how many years to go up from. League two, three? I don't know, but... First year, I, we were okay. Second year, we nearly got relegated. Third year, we were okay. Maybe fourth year, we went up. So, that's six years.
1: I'd say Oxford's Ox got to be another one because we were in the conference with them before they went League two and then we yeah. went at League two, League one with them.
2: Oh. So, what would be your answer, chaps? Bromley. Bromley? Matt?
3: I'm I'm going I'm going I'm taking Leeds Oxford I'm going I'll go yeah. Oxford.
2: Well, right, well, Bro- I'll take Crawley then. I'm going Bromley's
1: ground because it's Bromley and Cray Wanderers.
2: Yeah. Okay, and, and you're and you're uh, entitled to that league.
1: Just oh yeah that, yeah yeah I'm trying to think of any other non-league teams. I was going to say Wilston, but they weren't in it long ago. Us. No, I think that's it.
2: Okay. I'm going
1: Bromley. Bromley Cray Wanderers.
2: Bromley, and Cray, you're gonna you're gonna go with Bromley. We've got Bromley-Oxford and Crawley. I will eventually, at some point, if I can be bothered this weekend, do the the prep. Right, the other one was a challenge for the pair of you. And the viewers can pause after I say the question, so they've got a bit of time to do some scribbling, if you like. We'll do like a five-second pause. There has been a number of players in AFC Wimbledon's history that have shared the same surname. So, example, Lyle Taylor, Jamie Taylor, and Lewis Taylor, as an example. My challenge to you is, can you guess how many surnames we've had more than one player at? And if they are football league players, i.e. Lewis Taylor and Lyle Taylor, it's double points. So the Lewis challenge Taylor. is, Lewis Taylor, the blonde lad, he scored he didn't against play Millwall, for didn't it, he? did he? He, played, didn't he? Didn't he score for against Millwall in the League Cup? Yeah, it was League Cup. League no. Cup? No, it was FA Cup, wasn't
0: it?
2: Was it yeah, FA it was- Cup?
1: Yeah, it was if they cut, we weren't hey. leaked then.
2: Well, in that case, if I'm wrong, I'm <coughs> wrong. Quiz Marshall, Lewis Taylor will then and Jamie Taylor obviously were non league. That's one point. Lyle Taylor and Jamie Taylor, it's only one point. You get Football League, you get double points. So, Do you know the you, actual
1: go, answers to this one though? This I've
2: time. got loads of answers written down. So <sighs> I checked Wikipedia and there were actually some that weren't even there, which I Su- Sullivan,
1: Matt Sullivan.
2: Whoa, whoa, we haven't even paused for the fans. I mean, oh, sorry, geez. sorry. So we're going in. to. If you want to pause, by all means, pause now. While Lee's ruined it with Sullivan, I have ruined it for Taylor. So we're going to. If you want to pause now, crack on. Okay, great. Right. So you've got John and Neil Sullivan.
1: Uh, Andy Ball Sullivan. League, uh, Andy and
2: Sullivan. Andy Sullivan. But you've got John and Neil where Sullivan was a football league surname chair. That's, that's worth p- two points to you. Yeah, and group. then
1: Andy Sullivan. That's an extra point then.
2: Yeah, but it's it's for the surname. If it's a football league pair. Or a non-league pass. Oh. Only
3: one per surname. League.
1: Right, right, Matt. What have you got? What else you got?
3: Oh, I, I tell you, I'm rubbish at this. Genuinely, I can't even. I can't even even name the squad from last week. So <laughs> there's got to be a web, surely. Is there a web somewhere?
1: Is there no, two webs?
2: No, no webs. Yeah, We've we got two. We had two.
1: No, we had two add, Addy Bios, but not two Akinfenwes. Yes, because as Az- as Aziz's, yeah, Aziz, yeah, Aziz's yeah, full yeah, yeah. name, Aziz's full name is Adebayo Aziz. It's got to be the surname, Lee. Come on, let's right, not right.
2: muck about. Let's muck about. Right. So, just to give you an example, there is one player in the current squad. am yeah, Who thinking. is worth two points? One player in the current squad. Who is Who's
0: it? it our current squad at the moment? No, but...
3: Can we? Have, can we, can we have Joe Palmer and Oli Palmer? Does that? Does that? <laughs>
2: I'm going to give you a half just for the sheer cheek of it.
3: <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> who's our right-back
1: currently? That's it. Uh, go on.
2: Go on. Right-backs, who are they? Lawrence. Lawrence, no? yeah. Henry Lawrence,
1: Lawrence, Lawrence. Alexander.
2: Alexander. Sp- Shay Alexander. And...
3: Yeah. The other Alexander.
2: Right. Which, his first name is... Mate, what are you doing? Gary thinking? Alexander. Yes, Gary oh, yes. Alexander. Alexander. That's Gary it. Alexander. That's worth two points but well yeah. not guessing it right.
1: <laughs> yeah, but they're both Football League as well, yeah, so...
2: That's what I'm saying, that's, what, that, that's why you got two points.
3: If I'm seeing the light on Lee's face, does that mean he's...
2: He's, he's absolutely <laughs> yeah. Lee is completely cheating, like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> I'm not cheating. Robinson, that's Robinson, Robinson. <laughs> You've got Zach Robinson and... Paul Robinson. Correct.
1: I haven't cheated there either. That's I just Of course you haven't. That. Of course you haven't. I haven't, seriously.
2: Of course you haven't. I haven't. How many other, other football leaguers have you got? Guy who was in the squad not last year, the year before. Uh, I've got another one, I've got another one. What in? On Cooper. Cooper, which Cooper's? Kevin's. Kevin Cooper. Kevin Cooper the other
1: Kevin Kevin Cooper. Cooper didn't play no. for Wimbledon. Who?
2: He- Kevin Cooper played for Wimbledon. Play for- the other Kevin Cooper didn't.
1: He played for Wimbledon.
2: No, but it's AFC Wimbledon Lee. We've said this. Oh and I, the thought the quiz. Right, I thought it's part of the quids. I thought it was Wimbledon players and AFC Wimbledon players. I'll tell you what, you are the weakest link goodbye at the minute.
3: No, no, I think you're fine. I am. I can't, can't
2: remember. Can I give you some more tricky ones just so just no, to no, fill up I'm the content because you two are dreadful? I'm gonna get on. You I'm could have had them. Richard and Steve Butler for
3: what? Yeah, the Butlers. the
2: Butlers. Butlers. you could have had Peter Sweeney and Ryan, and Ryan. Sweeney. Football
1: League? Yeah. You're t- I'm just you about add, come up. I'm literally about to say them.
2: There you were That's a complete lie.
1: I was just literally, you took the words right out of my mouth.
2: You could have had Michael Smith Smiths. and Connor Smith. I just about to see. Oh, you're cheating. <laughs> I can see you're cheating. Oh, I'm just about to say it. Smith. For the benefit of the tape, Lee Finch is officially cheating at the quiz.
1: Oh, no. Don't cheat. Connor Smith. Yeah, he, played in, he played in the player final for us. Who? Smith.
2: Smith, he had a midfielder who was at
1: um, from what it was awful.
2: Yeah, there's a couple of random ones. Who's Wimbledon's most hated goalie? Who do we hate? Which John Sullivan? No, not John Sullivan. He, he was on loan trigger. from us. Oh, I know, he's Cardiff, right? Dude. Oh,
0: yeah,
1: I know the one.
2: Him, he's now at
1: what's his Coventry. name. Has he still a professional footballer? It's beyond me, but hey, he's at
2: Coventry.
1: What's his name? And then what means at Coventry? And they're like second ben, in the championship. Then
2: Wilson,
1: Wilson, Wilson. Wilson.
2: And Glenn Wilson Glenn Wilson <laughs> You could have had Max Porter Porter. George Porter Yes, George George Porter
3: I thought
2: he was a very good player George Porter by the way I just said
1: player. that as well I'm literally You're, you're right saying
2: You could have Ooh. had Probably played the Two of them probably played The very first Football League game We ever had Sammy and Luke Moore
1: yes. Oh I just, man I literally just said Moore
2: he's just making it up as he goes, it? Absolute cheat. You could have had Rhys Jones and Darren Jones. I have no idea. I don't I remember
1: if, them. I remember Darren Jones. He's the one we he went up going... Uh, he was the Welsh geezer. Who's, who's the other one? Alan Jones?
2: No. <laughs> Darren Rhys conf- Jones, I've got
1: it. I have no idea who Rhys Jones guy is. Guy
2: we had on loan last year, right back. Who was it? Anyone remember? We wanted. We would have signed him in the summer, but he went to Fleetwood. Seven? No, he's left back. Right back. Got injured at the end of last year. Quality, though. We would have had him, definitely. Oh. Darnell Johnson. Yes. Brett Johnson. Yes.
0: Probably,
2: that's worth a point. Or two points. There's a couple of Harrisons. Byron Harrison and Ben, the young left back we had once, who was yeah. quite talented.
1: Yeah, I've got David,
2: one. David, I know you're cheating because you're at it. Like, literally, <laughs> not even looking at the screen. No, 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 go no. Go on in.
1: Bennett. Who? Who are they? Alan Bennett and Dal Bennett.
2: Correct. Yes. You could have had Brown. David and Dylan Connolly. Brown. I know because you're looking at Wikipedia, aren't you? Now? No, not, the, I'm not. I'm not. Not. The whole thing's become a whitewash. Jordan <laughs> Brown and Seb Brown. Seb Brown. You could have had David and Dylan Connolly. And if there's any more, let me know. Yes. Yeah. So that was
3: my question. No, no, that's how that hopeless we are. You actually had to read out all the names.
2: If anyone else comes up with any more, please let me know. I was getting loads of them, mate. What are you talking no, about? No, you weren't. You were cheating. You're not even looking at us now. <laughs> <For the benefit laughs> it's nothing screen on your face. Blatantly on the screen.
1: Now, the missus is... Beyond, I've got another one. I bet i Did just this. come to you, Lee? Just, just,
2: just come now, to you. He was, on loan last, he was
1: on loan last year.
2: Just come to you, is it?
1: He was on loan last year with us. Okay, we were and we we had three of them in the end.
2: Three of them?
1: Yeah.
2: What, three Three of these players on loan?
1: Three, no, three of these players are the same name. Not first names. All right,
2: all right. Johnson. We've just... We, are you stupid? We literally just <laughs> said that. That just shows you how pathetic you are at listening to this <laughs> joke. I,
1: I, was busy, I was too busy. I was too busy.
2: Johnson. You're all thinking Brett about Brett Johnson it. and, no and Hugh it. Johnson shambles right well there we are then you
1: know why i was too busy cheating <laughs> now yeah. so saying.
2: because you cheated i'm gonna i'm it's... gonna nominate matthew the winner
3: lee oh, it was the worst cheating it was just... <laughs> Absolute I've joking. never seen such bad cheating in all my life this <laughs> wasn't even, even trying to hide it
2: either there wasn't even this coughing like it wasn't even an air on it it was just you blatantly cheating I feel bad
1: because you can tell that Danny's actually receiving because he's put all the effort into this quiz and I it's one, just been free period the other made day a mockery
2: the whole of this, I trawled for half an hour.
1: You've been sitting on this for two weeks as well, haven't you? I know,
2: I know, and, and it's, <laughs> it's finished now. Matthew, have a,
1: Matthew don't have a clue who AFC Wimbledon players are. You <laughs> know what I mean, yeah, he, he ain't got a clue. He's doing the mosaic as well. That's a bit of us. Right? Players
2: he's never heard of or seen before. Someone's yeah, gonna go bad.
1: to him. Oh we want to get that mosaic of Dennis Wise on the ball who, Who's that? Who's Ooh. that? Ch- the Chelsea geezer. Well,
2: that's it Last time I do a quiz on this show, <laughs> who's
1: that? Who's that Chelsea legend that was down last week? He <laughs> in
2: there? Thought, bank, more like.
1: Oh. Right, Dan, that was absolutely... I won that one because i got so many of them yeah, right. Yeah, of
2: course you did, Lee. Listen was, back. You were amazing, yeah.
1: Listen back, listen back.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, I will do. Don't you worry. Right,
0: well, anyway. Well.
2: That
1: is us for tonight. <laughs> Thanks, Danny, for the quiz. I look forward to the next one, next week. Yeah, I'm
2: not do another one. Forget it.
1: I don't be like that. It's good. No,
2: I'm sick of it. I can't can't condone his cheating. I didn't cheat. You didn't cheat. No, you just didn't play properly Yeah, Matthew there, bless him. At least he was pathetic and didn't, and was trying without any help. You were pathetic and you had it in front of you.
1: I I don't even know how you could tell. Anyway, right. Boys, thanks very much, Matt. Thanks very much for joining
3: us. Cheers, guys.
1: Hopefully we can get a good mosaic at Plough Lane. (laughs) Uh, And yeah, uh, and we'll we'll see you... uh, Saturday, Danny. You at game Saturday?
2: Don't try and soften me up with your flirting, Lee. You know it normally gets to me. I'll be there. Fine. I'm talking to you.
1: I'm there Saturday, mate. Right. Thanks very much, boys. See you soon.
2: Cheers, guys. Thanks for
3: listening to this week's episode of the Wombles Had a Dream podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Wombles Dream and on Facebook at The Wombles Had a Dream. Get involved.